Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Things. And we're back, man. Episode 265. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get right into it. Um, there's about to be a documentary that's coming out called Freaknik. Now, if you don't know what Freaknik is. Lord help us. Yeah. A lot of you guys are too young to know what that means, and some of you guys are the exact age. But I think our age demographic that listens to this podcast the most, they know what Freaknik is. Because mm-hmm. I only know what Freaknik is because of you. Oh fuck! Yeah, you were, in, but you was born. I'm in, also from California. But California, that shit was in Atlanta. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It was like I'm a a '90s baby from California. Mm, so, okay, yeah, a lot of people came from California to go out there to do to, 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 to the Freaknik too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Freaknik. Let me just uh, do a small overview of what it was. Freaknik and uh, fall the Atlanta Street Party. Hold on. Um, Hulu is giving an infamous Atlanta street party Freaknik the documentary treatment And it is plenty of plenty of people talking already The streamer announced the project Formerly titled Freaknik The wildest party never told On April 6th Which, uh, which we will see Which will see well known figures Jermaine Dupri and Luther Uncle Luke Campbell as executive producers And Geraldine L. Porras as showrunner According to the documentary Long Logline viewers We'll soon see how it recounts the rise and fall of a small Atlanta HBUC, oh, HBUC, HBCU picnic that exploded into an influential street party and spotlighted ATL as a major cultural stage. Can the magic of Freaknik be bought back at, brought back 40 years later? A release date has not been announced. Okay, because Freaknik lasted, I think it lasted all the way up to 98. They even covered it on MTV, Freaknik, like mm-hmm. true story, Freaknik, mm-hmm. and it captures some gruesome shit. I bet. Yeah, bad. It's the same one of the same reasons why Woodstock ended because it was it was, you know, the facilities were disgusting and it was too many women getting assaulted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here's the deal because we're gonna cover a lot talking about Freaknik. Um, first off, Freaknik was is the closest thing to a real life purge. You know, in the movie Purge, when they let the purge begin, burn, mm-hmm. burn. You got a whole 24 hours to kill niggas. Yeah, but this is different. This is just like people being straight, cold-blooded freaks. Yeah. You this got is 24 like a, hours to be a freak. You got 24 hours to suck God. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> people out there just gagging in the streets. <laughs> oh, my God, Mommy, they're doing it. <laughs> that yeah. is crazy. Yeah, but basically... Uh, that's what Freak Nick is. Um, it was just people. It would be people playing music loud, dancing, just young people, um, women out there. Twerk. It's a picnic, but just like a freaky picnic. Freaky, like super freaky. Mm-hmm. It's way worse than the shit you see on. Well, I won't say it's way worse than the shit you see online now because the shit that's online now is like softcore porn. But back then, it wasn't. there wasn't real accounts of it because everybody didn't have cell phones out. See, we have too much access to each other now we have cell phones that could post something and it's shown all over the world it's on tiktok it's on instagram Mm -hmm. it's on facebook it's on everything Mm -hmm. but back then the closest thing to a cell phone was a camcorder Mm -hmm. and there was dudes that be walking around with camcorders recording every fucking thing Mm -hmm. and we know this to be true if you've seen that kanye west documentary and his buddy cootie was just recording everything yeah yeah, genius. Hours and hours of hours mm-hmm. of fucking recording. Yeah, you yeah. know, I think it's recording went all the way back to ninety eight, mm-hmm. from ninety eight all the way to twenty twenty one when that came out, or twenty twenty two. One of them. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, it it was wild. It was wild, and there was a lot of women, and and I'll get to the assault part. But there was a lot of women who willfully went out there and wanted to have fun, mm-hmm. right? And there were women out there having orgies, and men obviously being involved in that. Um, and there were women on the other side of that that were being taken advantage of, of being raped, and mm-hmm. and which was terrible. It wasn't it wasn't a vast majority of people getting raped, but it doesn't matter. Like. The fact that it was that many people that was just like seeing some of the shit go on and it wasn't getting broken up. Mm-hmm. That is terrible. But we'll get to the more the gruesome shit then uh, later. But mm-hmm. there was some pictures that are on Twitter. You can see them. Yeah, it's not looking good for uh, our, what, you probably born in like the 70s, right in there. The people old over there, those yeah, that age? Yeah, people born in the 70s, maybe mm-hmm. uh, mid-60s. Yeah, it's not looking too good for you. Nah, not good for them. There's yeah. a video of a cop spreading a chick's ass cheeks open. Putting his yeah. Finger, he putting his finger in her booty hole or in her vagina, one of them. And they're, they found him. Yeah, they found him. Yeah, they found him in the modern day. You know, yeah. I don't know what he's doing, but I think he's still a police officer. Yeah, he's a cop, and he's there's literally a picture him smiling with the chick's ass cheeks open yeah cheeks awesome i'm just like this is crazy then there's another picture with like five dudes including the cameraman they're holding their butt cheeks open and they're all smiling and she's smiling so let's be clear there are women back then that just wanted to explore themselves and they did that mm-hmm. so i mean everybody consented to it it, it was nasty yeah right and, yeah. and the thing about it is is i don't want to just jump on a woman because it, it is the men, it's weird because if you got one woman and it's five guys and you guys all got hard dicks, I don't know about that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it you, is in Atlanta. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you definitely might want to question your sexuality. <laughs> you got five dudes standing there with hard dicks like, it's my turn, bro. It's my turn. You killed it, though. Good job, bro. It's my turn next. Yeah, it was one dude that was just beating cheeks from the back. And this nigga's like really just watching it like it's a bas- pickup basketball game. They just watching this dude. It's like yeah. this is like it was a sexual purge, man. Yeah, it's crazy. If and it's it's wild, dude. Like what's crazy is I think that I think that college people or just people in general all go through some sort of a hoe phase. I feel like most women do. They just won't ever admit it, right? Like I remember back when I was in college. I'm not going to say no names, but there was this chick that now she's like, you know, into the church and married and all these things. And uh, there was like five or six dudes that they were like, hey, man, we got to go over there and holler at such and such. She's trying to, you know, she's trying to, you know, let us hit. And I'm thinking like, what? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have anything to do with that. Yeah. And these dudes literally went in there and they all smashed this girl. This yeah. isn't. And by the way, this was she consented to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was in college, and I was like, and I told one of my homeboys, I was like, did you know that they all was in there? He's like, yeah, man, that shit nasty. Like, mm. I've never been that guy that want to go in a room with a chick that want to fuck, like, five dudes at once. That's just not me. That's nasty. That's wild. That ain't it. That ain't it. Yeah. But you would never know these things, because even when I was in college, they didn't. we didn't have smartphones yet. Mm-hmm. Back in 2005, mm-hmm. it wasn't no smartphone out. Mm-hmm. So all we had was motherfucking Motorola razors. <laughs> if you got a sex tape on that, that shit was a it was a fucking what do you call that shit a uh mm-hmm. a MPEG or what they call it? Seven twenty. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't seven twenty. Four eighty p. Not four eighty either. That's crazy. That motherfucker was a JPEG. It's <laughs> <laughs> a picture. Yeah, it's a pixel. It's pixelated. Yeah. Nipple be all nip uh, scrambled up. 
I remember having a phone and thinking like, damn, I'm about to get hosed now. And it didn't happen. No, no. Yeah. It didn't I thought the phone, I just meant like, nigga, you about to get all the females. But did nobody have my number. Yeah. Freaknik, man. That was a different time, man. People like, I love Freaknik. But let's be clear. There were some people that went out there to sightsee and just went to experience it and go home. But there was other people that in their small town, they, they probably had a reputation to uphold. Some of these girls in these videos that are, you know, they either gave having sex or giving head or whatever. They're probably like in their hometown. They probably weren't like that, mm-hmm. but they was able to go once a year and have a sexual purge in Atlanta. Yeah, it was one. Uh, it was some girls on there. They was from Indianapolis, but you could tell they had like they had that sexual energy in their eyes. They wasn't like they wasn't doing nothing nasty, but they was talking. They was just like, "So what's your name?" Like, "Okay, that's what's up, Marcus." And it, yeah. they just had that energy, you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah they would they they was just driving through like a crowd, so it wasn't nothing crazy. It, it was basically like at Freaknik, if a girl wanted you, what was happening? Here's the thing that was happening. I'm glad Charlemagne covered this. If a woman wanted you and it was Freaknik, let's say you was just drinking a beer, standing by yourself, they would jump out of cars and start twerking on you. Like mm-hmm. you standing there and it's like one girl twerking on you, and then all of a sudden the girl's twerking on you, pull her pants down, twerking on you again, and now y'all fucking in the street. Yeah. With no condoms on. No condoms. This shit was wild. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's the closest thing to a uh it's the closest thing to a purge we have ever seen. Yeah. It's a massive orgy. It, 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 you know yeah. you know it's crazy. I think what I imagine this documentary is gonna do too is it's also gonna uh cause you know how it is, like if if you didn't know if you never came to Bakersfield and you just watched the Colin Kaepernick documentary, mm-hmm. you may think niggas is getting killed every day by police. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I imagine part of this documentary is going to show, like, that it was some things happening, mm-hmm. but also there was, like, you know, positive things or, like, people actually having fun. Are mm-hmm. people having, like, you know, that have had good experiences there. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see. The only thing that I don't like about this documentary, and um, the documentary hasn't even came out yet, so I don't, I don't even know... Uh, you know, I think the stuff that we have seen is just people st- content that people have from other documentaries or content that people have just in their phones. And it's good that, like, you know, Jermaine Dupri being, um, you know, he didn't, he's not from Atlanta, but I think he grew, you know, primarily like the uh, his adult life was yeah. spent in Atlanta. Um, just him being a part of it, I think, is going to have a certain level of integrity. Yeah, and Uncle Luke being a part of it too, I think it's going to. You know, it's going to be the right tone because I don't know. I haven't seen the MTV documentary, but I would imagine yeah. there was like a certain tone uh, that 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 documentary had. Um, but the thing that I don't like about this documentary is um, it it's really like affecting people's lives. And we, I mean, yeah. we really going to get into it. But just like you know, the like the police officer, not that he, I mean, technically he can't, he shouldn't be doing that as a police officer. Mm-mm. But imagine you, you mentioned that yet? Did we talk about that? Yeah, you just said that. Oh, okay. But imagine you're a police officer and you just, you know, you're out there having fun. And then however many years later, you getting ready to retire, get your pension. You may have like a couple more years before you, you know, you you ready to retire. And then this photo comes out and you and you get fired or you get, you know, released, whatever the case may be. Or, you know, you're a um you're a, uh, a mom now or you work in a, a, a hospital, you're a nurse or mm-hmm. you're a teacher now, or whatever the case may be. 
Um, and you got, you know, you got videos of you coming out of you twerking and you just, you know, your career is compromised. You, you embarrassed it. It's just, it just, it's just a bad look. So, you know, for both men and women, I just think that, um, this documentary, what I hope for this documentary is that it, uh, it's actually saying something like there's a, there's an actual message to it because Mm -hmm. if it's just to, if it's just to out, you know, everybody that came to Freak Nick in the 90s. And it's just like, y'all just y'all just ruining people's lives, really, without actually putting a, a real message to it. Uh, so. Multiple things are true, though. I, I think that this is a story of 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 uh, being cognizant of what you're doing, because there's going to be a lot of it in the next, like, by 2035, there's going to be a bunch of OnlyFans content that's released. And it's going to be a bunch of people get, getting fucked on there and come everywhere and shit and mm-hmm. and all the all the people who are having kids now that they shut they they, they only fans down and they got mm-hmm. in the church and they're active in the church now all that shit's going to resurface mm-hmm. trust me mm-hmm. if a video if videos from freaknik can resurface fucking nearly 40 years later just imagine the OnlyFans doc in thirty years. Gonna that be crazy. shit gonna be wild. OnlyFans mm-hmm. doc. It's gonna be all kind of like. It's gonna be politicians on there. It's gonna be presidents on there. It's gonna be a president that's gonna just literally like change the world. Like they're gonna be like, oh my god, I'm voting for I'm voting for Bobby Wagner or whatever, right? And then all of a sudden, Bobby Wagner videos of uh, 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 OnlyFans of him fucking like nine chicks at one time is gonna Dang. resurface. Yeah. People got. I think the young people yeah, need to be aware. This age, like people, you could. I think you could run for president at what, like thirty three or something. I forget I the, the th- age. No, nah, I don't think it's thirty three. I think it's. Uh, I think it's fifty. No, nah, it ain't that old. It ain't that old. No, forty five. I'll look at the real numbers so we're not just talking. Mm-hmm. But whatever the case may be, um, that age is you know approaching for, you know, people that are my my peers. Let me see age of running. Oh, dang. All right, let's see. Be at least 35. Yeah, 35. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, not, you know, that's for, for a person that was born around the same age as me, that's that's right around the corner. So, yeah. you know, it's it's going to be some wild stuff connected to, you know, the, the, the you know, the presidents that, that are that are my peers. Mind you, what we've seen is this. And like I said, I don't want to make it like I'm out in women because there's men being outed by this shit, too. That cop, like his job, I don't have any mercy on that cop though. That dude, his job was to protect and serve. That's a serious job. He was it, serving dick. Yeah, he was serving dick. He sure was. Mm-hmm. He was protect and serve instead of he was spreading mm-hmm. ass cheeks open. <laughs> and that's like, come on, man. Like that. That's that's one thing that really you're supposed to be the one that's like stopping the. Yeah, the, he's supposed the, to be stopping assaults and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he out there spreading booty cheeks. Yeah, but she was smiling. Yeah. So I mean. Here's the thing. If a woman is 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 consenting to any of this stuff, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But once they're not, that's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think that it with these situations, we have to be cognizant of what we do when we're young. Cause that shit can come back. We act like it won't happen. Yeah. This shit on the internet, bro, I'm telling you right now, it lives forever. Instagram's gonna be done one day. There's not gonna be any any Instagram. And people think that just because Instagram is uh it's going to be gone one day that all of your pictures are going to be gone. Nothing. Di- I mean, it It don't even, we don't even need Instagram, bro. We got, there's a picture of Jerry Jones. 
Yes, thank you. <laughs> Standing in the front of the school. Segregation pictures. And he ain't had no cell phone growing up. Thank you. So yeah. it don't matter. Um, none of that matters. It is as long as you know there's a anything to cap you know to capture you know some sort of images. Whether it was a painting back in the nigga 1800s or whatever, before uh, you know photography was invented, all this other stuff like it's yeah this stuff is documented. It's documented, mm-hmm. and you know I feel bad for the people. That like I, you never want to judge somebody by their lowest moment. You really don't. Yeah. Right. And you you don't. And I don't believe in the idea of you know people kissing and telling and things of that nature. I would just advise women to be careful when they are hoeing it. Because truth be told, I don't really have a problem with women having hoe phase. Mm-hmm. But I think it's levels to hoe phasing. It's levels to the hoeing. I think if you out here just you know messing with a couple dudes or something like that here and there, that's not a big deal. But when you got that's level one hoeing, that's level one hoeing. Level yeah. three hoeing, you can is, still find you a decent husband. You definitely can, mm-hmm. right? Because we, un- I think as a man, you should never expect like she shouldn't be with no more than three guys. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. That's mm-hmm. not reality. Mm-hmm. Women have women can live their life the same way you can. So mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. But mm-hmm. um. Level three hoeing is where I cut. I have a cutoff. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think level level one hoeing I don't have a problem with. Level two and three is bad. Yeah. Two is where it's like they going on serial dates. They fucking a gang of dudes. Level three is like they getting trains ran on them. Mm-hmm. I can't marry that because what's going to happen is you marry this chick. She's great, and then Freaknik video comes out with seven dudes smashing her at the same time. Yeah, and, and she's smiling in the video, and it's like, damn, like this is my wife, and now everybody knows that this happened. Yeah, so, you know, and I would, you know, the fucked up thing about it, people would they would shame me. They would say, "Wow, you're gonna really judge your wife from that?" And it's like, nigga, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to yeah. judge her, but I'm not she, really judging her. I'm judging her decisions. A hundred percent. That makes yeah. me rethink everything because you let all these dudes do that, and you never told me about it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you never told me told me it, it tells me you were not. Yeah, that's the freak nigga might ruin some marriages. I didn't oh, think about the marriages. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Like the fact that you ruining never, marriages and embarrassing kids. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mom was throwing it back on a stranger. Like, hi, what's your name, James? All right, take this pussy. Dang, fuck, <laughs> that's tough, man. Mm-hmm. And then if you a cop, imagine if you like. Imagine, okay, you see he's, I don't know what his position is now, but the dude was obviously a police officer back in, I think that footage was from 94. Mm-hmm. So 94, he looks like a pretty young cop, right? Mm-hmm. He's probably been on the force maybe a year or two. He so, would be primed to retire right now if he's still on the force. Oh, yeah, but mm-hmm. what if he was the fucking police chief, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Imagine if he was a police chief. He might have forgot about that picture. Yeah, he probably forgot. And, he, and you know, all of a sudden some guy's like, uh, you know, um, we want to congratulate our newest police chief. Um, here's his photo. Somebody like hacked a computer, and it's a picture of him nah, spreading. The internet open. is too good, bro. Oh, spreading open his cheeks. We're yeah, we're in a dangerous time because the internet to be able to find to find that picture and find that guy in the in modern day. Somebody yeah. found the auntie. The auntie that was like, man, I went to Freak Nick 93. Yeah. Somebody found her OG picture. Oh, they found it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, dog, leave her alone. I think she said she went to several Freak Nicks. Or yeah. She oh said she went God. a few years in a row. But yeah. Wow. That was a wild time, especially with, with uh, Uncle Luke, because Luke is the reason why uh, parental discretion advisory is yeah. on the on these uh, freaking things because mm-hmm. his shit was his like concerts was highly sexual mm-hmm. he literally had a song called pop that pussy yeah pop that pussy hey pop that pussy baby pop 
and they was twerking back in the freaking early 90s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. That twerking shit ain't real. People think twerking came from Meg the Stallion. Yeah. Like that shit was She before. just inherited Be- the twerking. They, they was twerking. Them Freaknik videos before Meg was even born. The one video with Kanye West, we just seen a video with Kanye West in there. Yeah, he probably he had, he had Kanye his, West and ass. He for sure was that freak Nick. He had a camcorder. Yeah, but the girls in there twerking. Yeah, that's OG, that's OG twerk. They, back then they didn't they call, it call it twerking. They yeah. called it freak dancing. Yeah, because they still called it freak dance when I was in high school. Because yeah, we would have like little dances. Yeah, or whatever. And was uh, you freak dancing? Nigga, no. You weren't freak dancing. What was you doing at the dance? Back then, well, back then the girl would be freaking on you. You would just pretty much. Be, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Like but, yeah, like but y'all you, dancing together. It's not like nah, wasn't much dancing involved. It was just girls just throwing ass on you. Hard. <laughs> you were standing there while she throwing ass on you. <laughs> you had the easiest role <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it's like man, this shit is wild. Yeah, I guarantee you there were some people out here in Bakersfield that went out to freak Nick. I guarantee you mm-hmm. the same. The same people that are, oh, oh, here's here's one. Hey, everybody listening now that you might have kids in elementary school or junior high, maybe even high school. The same people that are disciplining your kids, they used to go out to Freak Nick and get smashed and come back to Bakersfield. The mm. same ones that's telling your kids, you need to get to class on time, <laughs> okay? I'm going to write you up if you don't do it. And you're like, well, Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Lopez, I have pictures of you from 1994 at Freak Nick. And she'll be like, where'd you get them? <laughs> yeah. If you was popping your pussy for a real nigga in 1994 at Freak Nick, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, you can't tell me what to do. I'll just take these pictures. <laughs> then you got these, Especially these young kids now, they out there framing the fuck out of these parents. Yeah. I got videos. Yeah. If I was one of them teachers, I'd be like, nigga, this is artificial intelligence. That ain't me. You know what's wild too? Back in those days, it was normal to go to an event like Freaknik and do some wild, crazy, freaky shit with people mm-hmm. and never see them again. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons why the freaky shit happened. Until the documentary come out in 2023. Yeah, but and here's the thing too. There's also video of men being angry at other other guys saying like, oh, no, we ain't doing that rape shit, man. You need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, I'm not cool with this, bro. And he said, oh, we ain't about to do that. He's like, no, nah, y'all niggas got to go. We ain't doing no rape in here. You got to go. That's weird. Yeah, bro, that shit is weird. Like, and you know what's crazy is when you think about it, like, I think I literally stopped somebody from raping one day, and I don't even know if they, if they, if, if I realize it. I was at a party out there off of Panorama. Mm-hmm. You know, they got like a, uh, it's where the, the out-of-town football players live. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was over at the party chilling, and this dude was, like, following this chick. And he looked, like, angry, and she was, like, getting away from him. Like, just leave me alone. And she went into the room and, like, closed the door. He was trying to, like, go in there and, like, mm-hmm. force his way in the door. Yeah. And, like, me and, like, two other dudes was like, hey, dude, chill. Just chill, bro. It's cool. Just chill. Just leave her alone. Yeah. But w- who knows what he was going to fucking do. Yeah. I don't want to call the man a rapist, but I don't know. She didn't seem like she was feeling the dude. He was trying to fucking follow her in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, bro. I will say this to men everywhere: if you are out at some establishment and it's you and maybe a couple people with you, and it's a woman just out on on her own, make sure you watch her before you leave. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm at a grocery store and a, and a girl parks out in a parking lot somewhere, I wait for her to get in her car and then leave, mm-hmm. and then I drive off because mm-hmm. a lot is. It, uh, women could be vulnerable and not even realize it mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, you gotta kind of. It's kind of like an inherent, inherent, inherent thing to kind of 
watch them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you got to, man. It's it's a it's a crazy world out here, man. Motherfuckers is weird, man. It was a video that surfaced recently of a girl. She was going into her apartment, uh, her apartment complex, and she felt like she seen somebody following her. So she kind of sped up her walk. And then when she got to her hallway, um, right where her apartment was, this is in New York. She started running. She ran towards her door and opened it. And this nigga ran around the corner with a knife. And she closed the door and locked it. Boom. He was trying to get in. He was banging on it. He had a knife in his hand like, hey, let me in. This nigga was about to kill her, man. You know, it's crazy. If she had a gun and shot him, she would go to jail. Fuck that. I'd be like, you could see. New York laws. As you can see, you can see the terror in his eyes and the knife. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a weapon. I think that changed the playing field. Mm-mm. No matter. Really? Can't have no gun in New York. Well, I think that the best thing she probably she probably should have let him in and then shoot him. <laughs> yeah, just let him in and be like, one thing led to the next, and he shot me because it wouldn't have not been on camera. Yeah, all you would have seen is a nigga running your house with a knife, and he would have been crawling out with bullet yeah. holes in his ass. I don't know how those bullets got there. I was dragging this. I fully advocate for women shooting men that try to rape them. Yeah. And make sure you shoot him to death so he can't protest uh, (laughs) in court. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's scary, man. It's a couple of those videos, like, people uh, going to people's doors and, like, like mentally ill people. Like, hey, you know, uh, do you got any sugar? And she's like, no, sorry, I don't have any sugar. He's like, open the door right now. And it's just like. This nigga went from sugar to forcing the door open? Yeah. He like didn't even it, gradually. Like that. That's not literally what happened. But I'm just saying that's the type oh. of videos that be like circulating on on, uh, on like the, the ring apps and stuff. What was the voice again? It's like, hey, man, you got any sugar? She's like, no, sorry. I don't have any sugar. Open the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's turning to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, it was one where he was like really like sweet, like, like a normal person. Oh, and then he just turned God. into a demon. Yeah. Uh, I think it was on demon time. <laughs> I need some sugar right now. <laughs> I need some sugar right now. Oh, yeah. man. It would be bad. Like if I, if I happen to like come home or any sort of thing happen like that, um, you know, at my crib and my girl's there, like by herself, it'd be ugly for that dude. You know, the thing that's crazy too is is the, the same. The, some of the same shit was happening, like the spring breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, people was going out there getting smashed and drunk and all of that. But what's wild is, especially back in that time, people felt like you could go out and do some wild shit, and you didn't have to worry or see these people no more. Yeah. So you could like, if let's say a, a woman from, I don't know, let's say she from L.A. She got four of her homegirls that go down there to freak Nick. Any guy that they thought is cute, you know, they really like him. They hang out with him. They have sex with him. They swap out, have sex with other dudes, and they be like, "Girl, we had a good ass time." And they still all friends today in 2023. Mm-hmm. That secret exists with all those girls. They mm-hmm. haven't said anything. They're mm-hmm. all married, and all of a sudden, all the videos surface. Yeah, man. Damn, because dude, women to take the whole stories. Women gonna take that to the grave. Yeah, with as far as men doing whole shit. They men will cough it up or talk about it. In in fact, yeah. some women be low key want to know about your other encounters with women. Mm-hmm. Women will literally ask you about like what is the intent? What is the intent? I don't know what the intent is, but women low key be like want to know about your past with other women. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but that'd be mm-hmm. like so like. 
did you like have sex with a lot of girls or like mm. like what did, did da, 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 da. but I'll tell you right now you do not want to exchange whole stories with women you do not ever want to do that you'll lose you'll lose <laughs> she's like why well, fuck two guys at the, it'd be like whoa I don't oh my god yeah. I don't want to hear this yeah it, women got some stories man mm-hmm. women met they met some dude at Starbucks and then later that night they was drinking Starfucks God dang. Yeah, it happens, man. Yeah, it be that fast. Some of the best women, too. Some of the best women. Some of the best wives, mothers, girlfriends. The most loyal, respectful girls have a whole past. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Level one hoe. Level one. It's fine. Two and three, got to throw it back in the ocean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get rid of it right now. Any girl that ever been a freak, Nick? Yeah, don't be out here expecting no girl to be some virgin or have like be with three, four dudes. Like, imagine stop it, being bro. made at Freak Nick. What do you mean? It's like a video of a dude smashing a female, and it's like, hey, that's how that's how like some dude from the ninety, some twenty nine year old, thirty year old guy got here. A girl got here. Oh, like from- that, they was conceived on oh, video. Oh man, yeah. the nigga that was giving the backstrokes and all the other people watching. It's a 20-some-year-old, 29-year-old kid. That's the problem. That's, you know, that's a scary thing, too. If a woman has an orgy and it's like seven guys, mm-hmm. she's like she can't even find a father because back then, like, how you going to know where to get the DNA? Like, yeah. one dude could be from Brooklyn. One dude could be from Jersey. One dude could yeah. be from Arkansas. One dude could be from Florida. Mm-hmm. You got all this different... Uh, yeah, the Yellow Pages ain't really got everybody name in there like that. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, the Yellow Pages... Some of these people, these kids will never understand what it felt like to use a rotary phone or to mm. actually look for somebody in the yellow pages. Yeah. Because the yellow pages, like when you went up to a pay phone and let's say you wanted to find a business, you had to literally open. And the, they, all the, the pay phones had a book that would hang at the bottom. Mm. I know you remember those. Mm. The book would be hanging. You had to grab a book and pull it up and open it. And then look through there and be like, "That's oh, trash." The nineties, the nineties yeah. was cool, but the nineties low key trash. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss the nineties though. The, the simplicity of it. We have, we just, we have yeah. too much access now. It's pros and cons for sure. I think, I think, I think um, you don't, really, you don't, you do miss that. Like we we mentioned it before, but you miss like what people know now when they call you. Like you used to be able to like have to leave a voicemail. And then they they just gonna get it when they get home, yeah. right? Um, but people know now that when they call you, your, your phone is in your pocket, hundred percent. So they are just gonna call you again, you know, hundred percent. So that's the that's the thing I miss about like the nineties, like or you know, even if you didn't have the the two way calls or whatever, like um, it would just be like the din, 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 like if they called you and you didn't mm-hmm. have the the two lines or whatever. But now it's just it's so much access. Like you always getting text messages, you always getting phone always. calls. If you don't get a text, you're gonna get something on social media. Mm-hmm. Like it's just so much access to to people. I was just uh talking to my girl's brother the other day and he was asking if I had an Apple Watch and I was like, No, nah, I can't do it because yes, like it's must. too much access. Too like much. if I wanna put my phone down, people can still contact me or I still yeah. get those messages. So it's like I it, some girl tried to upsell me or she tried to sell me a watch. Mm-hmm. She was kind of cute. Some chick that worked at the T-Mobile mm-hmm. uh, iPhone at, at the mall. Mm-hmm. And I went in there to just get another case for my phone. And actually, I, I got a like a uh, no, I got the screen protector for free. She's like, so can I interest you in a Apple watch? You seem like you need one. I was mm-hmm. like, why would I need a watch? She's like, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a watch. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you trying to get me to buy a thousand dollar watch? Yeah. She's like. He's like, I mean, you might like it. I said, you have a nice day. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that cute shit ain't going to work here. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Niggas would definitely do that, though. Like, the cute girl, they for sure opening up their oh, yeah. pocketbooks. She's like, something. and then, you know, she really tried to, then she leaned over, and then she unbuttoned the blouse by one button, and she's like, you sure you don't want an mm-hmm. iPhone? And I was she like. She put the T in T-Mobile, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Titty Mobile, huh? <laughs> you gave me some T-Mobile Tuesday treatment. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, good times, man. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah we, I mean, the documentary ain't, ain't out yet. I don't even think they have a release date, do they? They don't. They just need to drop it. They need to drop it on multiple platforms. This too. is yeah. This is going to be uh, very lucrative yes, for the people involved. So. Jermaine Dupree, you know, I'm sure he's going to get a nice little bag. And, and Uncle Luke, you're going to get a nice little bag. So that's going to be cool. And we're going to have more to talk about when, when the actual documentary come out. Yeah, Freaknik now. It's going to be so lame if they did it now. Yeah, you can't do it you now. You can't do it now. It'll be way too much, way too much. Yeah. Like, it'll just be way too much of a police presence. presence. It's going to be way too much people on their phones. It, you nobody's going to have fun. You know, you know what? Uh, you can't really do it. You could probably, you could try to like rebrand it, um, but like if you did it, do it in like Las Vegas. Man, that like, shit is gonna be whack wherever. Somebody gonna do Freaknik, but it's gonna be like so politically correct. It's like I'm a freak for Jesus. <laughs> but the only thing, <laughs> the thing with Vegas is like the a lot of the prostitution stuff is legal, so you just have like you know you don't want to do closer. that. Yeah. You don't want to be mixing prostitution pussy with people, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> that ain't right. Yeah. yeah. It's just no way it works. Especially yeah, after this dot come out, it's over. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, it's just a memory. What they could do is probably like make some shirts or something, get some merch off. I'm yeah, sure that, people will buy some merch. Yeah, probably Freak Nick 1994. Mm-hmm. It's wild, man. But yeah. I, seen, I seen a kid down the street but at the high school mm-hmm. and he had a Tupac shirt on I'm thinking like dude Tupac died in 96 right mm-hmm. so he died like fucking over 10 years before you was even born mm-hmm. and you got a Tupac I see girls like young girls with Selena t-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like fuck what really makes me feel like I was a grown kid when these people were alive yeah I was a grown ass kid yeah some people were, were not even born that's the that's a crazy part like yeah. Even like um, Michael Jackson died in what twenty ten or two thousand nine somewhere in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not nine. J- just to think about like the peak of his career, like I was nowhere. You know, I was nowhere to be. You know, I wasn't even thought of. You know, in terms of like when Thriller came out and stuff like that. So it's just it's just crazy to think that um, that's how that's how like iconic some of these figures are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, man. Dang, that's a trip. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I think um, we'll see how it goes, man. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. But we're going to, I can't really, I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certain things you, you, you remember vividly mm-hmm. uh, and other things that kind of slip your mind. So this will be something to check out. Yeah. All right. Let's switch gears. Yes, sir. Um, switching gears. Uh, Hiba Abuk, uh, there is a soccer player. Okay, let me go ahead and pull this up really quickly. Really, really quickly. Um, all right. A divorce. Hiba Book discovers Arash, Ar- Araf Hakimi's mother owns all his assets. Okay, this is the story. All right. Hakimi and Abuk split was rumored for many months before Abuk confirmed it last month. 
Um, man, these people got names, boy. Rabat Arashav and Habia Book uh, are once again making headlines in the wake of their recently confirmed separation, with the latest reports claiming that Abuk will receive nothing from Hakimi's fortune and assets as everything is registered under the Moroccan footballer's mother's name. Mm. Abuk was requested half of Hakimi's property and wealth. The Spanish news outlet Marca reported today, stressing that she was shocked to discover that he has nothing to his name. The source, this, the, the same source detailed that Hakimi's mother has been receiving his wages on her bank account for a while, adding that she is the beneficiary, beneficiary of his income and wealth. Hakimi and a, boot, and a boot split was rumored for many months before Boots conf- confirmed it last month. The Spanish Tunisian actress took to Instagram to announce that she and her husband are no longer living together while waiting for divorce proceedings. Mm. Okay. This is a, more of a story about a mother's love. <laughs> like, yeah. she, I, I think that once, I think that, she, I don't know who came up with this idea, maybe a lawyer or I don't know who. But he had nothing to his name technically because his mother owned everything, and and she they had a pay they had to be doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could just turn things over to somebody and that's how it works. Yeah. But literally, when she went to get half his shit, she couldn't get shit because it wasn't even. She couldn't take it from her. You're not married to his mother mm-hmm. legally, so mm-hmm. you can't take shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And they said that everybody in the courtroom was just shocked when it can't when it happened. Damn. You know, but I think that this is this is important because there's a lot of I just talked to one of my buddies that's going through a divorce and he's got to pay his ex-wife fucking thirteen hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I mean, I'm working to pay you. That's not right. That's yeah. not that's not OK. That's not a right for anyone. But um, at least if, if I'm going to pay for your shit, let's let it be a year or something. So mm-hmm. you get you get on your feet and figure your yeah, life out. Yeah, get stable, but, you know, save up some money. Type stuff, but to be draining my account for years—that's not right, man. Yeah, I gotta like, support that. Imagine, imagine you get divorced, and your your ex-wife is draining your account while she at the same time is draining somebody else's balls. <laughs> so it's like you're not even draining my balls anymore. I'm paying all this money for this. Yeah, this is just oh my god, this is terrible. No, nah, that's facts. This ain't right, man. Yeah, I think um yeah that I think that's. That's smart. I think that the whole conversation um, around prenups is real. Like, you know, especially like when you got a lot of money and that girl, if she's a, if she's a model, you know, she's pretty successful in her own right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think like, oh, if I'm, I'm successful and my partner is successful, you know, I don't have to worry about the Not money true. and all that stuff. But it's, you know, it's real. And I think I think just above all, it just makes it cleaner. Like that's a. I think assigning a prenup might be a whole like easier than putting everything in your mom's name, but um, but you know I think that I think that's just a way to get back at the system because the way that a lot of these divorces are being handled and the amount of money that is being exchanged, like Dr. Dre's wife, she was she was getting what? Uh, how much money she was getting? A Dollar. lot. Yeah, it was a like, lot. Yeah, it was a lot of money. Um, and that's monthly, you know, she was getting a lot, a lot of money. So I just think like, you know, it's, it's almost like a, uh, what do you call it? Like, a, um, like they're relying on these funds from a person that they're no longer in a relationship with. That's crazy. Like, how do you get to reap the benefits of a Dr. Dre 
when y'all not even together anymore, especially, and it doesn't really account for the way that, or the reason for the split, you know? So, yeah, I guess, I guess there's a way if you can prove that, um, that your ex wife is now living with another man, like if they're, um, if they're, if they're living with somebody or they remarry, mm-hmm. then that you don't got to pay that money no more. But it's, it's they're going to be way too smart for all that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Dr. Dre got 20, 24-hour surveillance. He got PIs like a motherfucker. Yeah, and she making sure, you know, if she is getting any anything, any sort of, you know, she got any sort of relationship, she going to make sure she got every all her I's is dotted and her T's is crossed. Mm-hmm. She's not going in her restaurants at the same time. There's no, mm-hmm. no public public meetings, nothing like that. Yeah, damn, that's wild, bro. Because you yeah. know, you know that at that break, that after that breakup, a woman with all that mo- like all that money, mm-hmm. a wife, mm-hmm. like she, she just freshly divorced. So yeah, she still looked pretty decent, so she mm-hmm. can get a man. Yeah, so, that's the uh, that's the thing too. I think outside of the money being exchanged, um, I think that. You got to give me my last name back too. Yeah, that's crazy. If, if my name is Scotty Pippin or whatever the case may be, um, you can't just keep running around calling yourself Larsa Pippin. Like we're not even in a relationship no more. You nah. got you you with my arch enemy son. You know you got to give me my name back. So that's one thing that if I if I outside of the money, even if the judge is like, bro, you got to pay her thirty thousand dollars a month, I'd be like. All right, bro. But the only thing that I asked for, she got to change her last name back to whatever her maiden name was. Yeah, not only that, you're fucking Michael Jordan's son. Yeah. With my name. Your name attached. That's crazy. Jeez, man. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. My goodness. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, Michael Jordan's son is probably saying some wild shit in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, my dad better than your husband. Who got better D? Jordan, uh, Jordan or Pippen? Oh no! <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be a defeating feeling, knowing that you were the second best player on that team, and Jordan's the, like the greatest of all time, and, and, and now his son is, is fucking your him. wife. Yeah, God damn! With the Jays on, that's crazy. It's gotta be crazy. He in there smashing with the newest Jordans. Yeah, he be hitting it from the back like she like. I haven't seen those. He's like, these ain't came out yet. <laughs> that nigga smacking it from the free throw line. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flagrant foul. <laughs> yeah, but I I think ultimately, man, I think people like the idea of prenups and all this shit, it's not just for rich people. It's something you might want to consider because who knows, man, especially with today, relationships don't last like they used to. Mm-hmm. It's You know, everything is just so convoluted, man. And, yeah. you know, the social media and all this, everything that people fall out of love, man, and it's unfortunate. I hate seeing people break up. I've seen some really good people that was together Probably like eight nine years ago, and I, and then I'll be like, oh, so, hey, how's uh how's uh, uh Jacob doing or whatever, and they be like, oh, we got a divorce two years ago. I'm like, oh man, yeah. Like, I, I think I think that. um I think one thing about the social media, I think that I think the things that go on on social media, it's new technology, but I think that the same thing we're talking about with Freaknik, I think that um you know back then it was Freaknik, now it's you know OnlyFans and these trips to Vegas and all that other stuff that be documented on people's Snapchats. Um, but I think that, you know, I think if, if you were a cheater in 2023, you probably would have cheated like back in the nineties. Mm. But I think the difference is, is like, there's so much more information like about a person. Right. So back in the day, if you met a person, you know, you met them 
uh, in the mall or you met them at work or whatever the case may be, um, their life is only like what they what you like what they told you, what they articulated to you. And not that they're being secretive, but now we you could like if you have uh, past relationships, baby mamas, whatever the whatever the case may be, you could do the Instagram scroll and then, you know, you know, pretty much their whole life, you know, their siblings, you know, their mm-hmm. mom, you know, you know, if they family oriented and all mm-hmm. these other things that people think are, you know, just like makes a good partner. Yeah. And um, it's just so much information. And I think that that's like I think that's one thing that's like leading to, to people um, breaking up more often. It's like you just know you know too much, too much, too much access. Yeah. Way too much. Way mm. too much. Like I, I was gonna mention it, but just the the the, the scarcity is missing. Like mm. I think that's what draw people together. Like back in the day, if you went to a job, right, and you let's say you worked in the steel mill for ten to twelve hours a day, you didn't see your wife till you got off of work and you walked through the door, and that's the second time she's seen you in the day from the time you left during breakfast time, mm-hmm. right? Nowadays, nigga, you go to work, she's gonna be texting your ass. Calling you out the day, hey baby, you up? What did you eat for your lunch? Like it's too what much access. For, that's a female question. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. What'd you have for lunch? How it's was your too lunch? much fucking access. Yeah, it pe- was. It was pe- a. Uh, sorry to cut you off. It was a video on TikTok. I don't know if it was a joke or a skit or not, but mm-hmm. basically, uh, the dude had uh, like his wife was heading off to work, and he was about to play the game or something like that. Yeah, and he was like, "I'm gonna leave the camera in because I know she's gonna call me right now." Oh, then, I've seen that. Yeah, and then she ho- he hopped in the car, and it was like two minutes later, and he was like, hey, babe, you know, how's it going? And she's like, oh, I'm just, you know, doing the same thing I was doing before you left. She's like, I miss you. And he's like, how you miss me? Like, you just you just left. So, yeah, therapy need to fix that. <laughs> you got some abandonment issues or some shit. You lost a cat when you was four years old, and now, you know, you think it's, it's still there. That was as an animal ran off, not a whole man. <laughs> Yeah, but no, that 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 you know, kind of what you were saying. Like, I, I yeah, I think that's because you don't. Uh, we we're talking about it on the phone, but it was like you don't really have an opportunity to really miss people exactly. anymore. Exactly, you don't. Like you know, in relationships and in, in, in friendships or whatever, there are some friends that you know that are not social media people. Mm-hmm. Especially now, like I'm I'm getting a little bit older, so people's they're in like they're they're not in their social media prime anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of just like the the amount of time they're on there. Cause I'll, I'll see some people that I haven't seen in a long time. And they'll be like, Hey man, like, you know, I seen that video you posted or I followed a podcast or whatever, but I'm like, dang, I ain't never seen, like, I ain't seen you posting no. you know, six months or something like they that. They don't care that much. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's, that's the space that, that, that people are in now. But. Yeah. I was, I was looking for a teammate of mine back in the day, Jeff Morris, man. I was looking mm-hmm. for Jeff and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this guy doesn't have a Facebook. What's up with this guy? But then I thought about it. Like, it's perfectly normal for people my age at mm-hmm. 38 to not have social media. Yeah. Like, we were, the like, the first, one of the first groups that actually got all this shit introduced to us. So, if we never, log, like, I didn't have a MySpace account. Mm-hmm. I never had a MySpace. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's normal to not have this shit, like, at all. Yeah. It, it was normal back in the day for you to graduate from high school and never see some of your classmates ever again. That was normal. Yeah. Right? The same way it was normal to go to Freaknik. And, you know, get smashed, smashed out and never see these people again. Mm-hmm. Not today. Too much access Damn. now. Yeah. Too much motherfucking access. Yeah. Yeah, yep, man. Yep, yep, yep. And I want to go on our way off the topic. We pretty much uh, covered it, too. But um, another thing was the fact that we've, like, gotten away from the family aspect of 
how things were in the nineties. Like nothing is families are not ce- like celebrated at all anymore. Yeah, I'll give you an example. Back in the day, all the shows, a lot of them, the family shows were massive. Mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Family Matters, uh, Full House, Step by Step, motherfucking um, uh, uh, Family Ties, uh, even fucking Al Bundy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I forgot. I think it's called uh, Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Like, and then oh, uh, Home Improvement. These are all family shows. Mm-hmm. Great shows. They all got replaced by motherfucking reality TV and uh, and bo- housewife shows. It's ridiculous. Where people are not actually wives. No, it's ridiculous. They not even they baby mamas or girlfriends or not even bro, or single. Like what, bro? Back in the day, we grew up playing board games, bro. We wasn't on no phones, like yeah. And then not only that, like. Or eating at the table. Bro, man, we ate at the table, man. Mm -hmm. Like, we ate as a family. And what's crazy, too, is you take away things that include family. Like, Blockbuster, we used to go to Blockbuster as a family and get get movies. It'd be some movies for kids, for me and my sister, other ones for my parents. You know? I was watching watching, uh, Pulp Fiction the other day, Mm -hmm. and I was texting my mom. Uh, It was late, like, um, probably like 10-something. And I was like, all right, mom, you know, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm about to finish. I'm about, I'm watching Pulp Fiction. And my mom, she would, she always tells a story about like I was three years old and we went into Blockbuster and I was like crying or something like that. And uh, I picked out the movie Pulp Fiction. Wow. And she was, she said like, you know, they try to put it back because obviously it's a rated R movie. But oh, yeah. she said I started crying. So, you know, basically they, they rented the movie and me and my dad watched it. Oh, but wow. that's like, you know, I, that really has nothing to do with what you're saying. But it's just like the family camaraderie of, of like, you know, those like blockbuster trips and like, you know, just f- more family stuff. You know, yeah. it doesn't really happen. People nowadays. forget that, like, I, I was the last generation that got to appreciate pizza parlors. Like yeah. Pizza <clears throat> Hut, like people forget Pizza Hut had a whole pizza parlor where you had a salad bar with croutons and shit. And you had like unlimited pizza you could get he had an arcade in that motherfucker we actually went to real arcades back in the day yeah like all the like social stuff where kids have fun and family had it's all gone now even you know that there are still buffets but like there were a lot more buffets back in the day yeah like you know you will go to hometown buffet to that was cool you know, family yeah going out with your family it would be a treat too like oh all we can eat for like Twelve dollars or how? Back much in the it day, costs. you got overweight as a family. <laughs> <laughs> you go to That's hometown facts. buffet. You go to hometown buffet and go get four or five plates. Yeah, I remember one time I got a whole plate of fish one time because they had that bomb ass fried fish. It was like a square. It was good. Oh, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. But Golden Corral to me is just not the business. I went. I mean, I might have went twice, and it wasn't bad to me. But a lot of people say it's terrible. I'm not a fan of Golden Corral, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they need to change the name to the Golden Corral, call it the Silver Corral. <laughs> Can you take a date to a home, to a buffet? I mean, if y'all both fat, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> if y'all both fat, she'd be like, "Ooh, I love chicken buffet." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what's terrible though? Like a lot of these, uh, the Chinese buffets. 
Oh no. They put they just use the worst ingredients. Oh man, that shit. They be, don't care at all. They that grease, they didn't use that grease 30 times mm-hmm. over. Noodles be nasty. Oily as fuck. Hey, shout out to Todd. He just posted like some uh some some chow mein that he made. I was like, oh, yeah. Todd? Yeah, Todd getting Todd going crazy with the uh the, the food? little food uh videos. Yeah, shout out to Todd. He's making some pretty good videos, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, right now, we're about to have the honey strips right now. Mm-hmm. What you do, you dip it in salt water vinegar for mm-hmm. five seconds. Dabbing like, it with a towel. <laughs> He's doing like weird dances. Like, I don't even know why my body was moving like that, but it was moving. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I do like about Todd's videos is they actually do go through the fucking steps. Some people be like, yeah. I made some orange chicken, y'all. I just got the sauce, got this, and voila. You be like, nigga, yeah, you didn't like explain if, I, if I wanted to actually make some of that stuff, mm-hmm. like, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm going to just follow Todd's videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Here's that. Let's go ahead and jump out of there. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Switching gears. Uh, the Ring app got sued. Um, recently, the Ring app or the ri- the Ring from Amazon that people have, uh, they got sued because let me go ahead and read it here. Okay, uh, Amazon gave Ring videos to police without owner's permission. The revelation uh, highlights the many ways that police can get footage from Ring doorbells and how often it happens without consent. Um, Amazon handed Ring video doorbell footage to police without owner's permission at at least 11 times so far this year. A figure that highlights the unfettered uh, access to company the company is giving the police to uh, to doorsteps across the country. The revelation came in a letter sent to uh, Senator Ed Markey on July 1st after the lawmaker questioned the video doorbell surveillance practices in June. Markey released the letter in the public on Wednesday, Ring was bought. God damn it! What the hell? Oh, Ring was bought in 2018. Has repeatedly said that police can't view recordings unless clips are posted publicly or shared directly with police. Though that does not apply to police subpoenas and emergency requests. While the company's policy has said this information can be shared without the user's consent, this letter is the first time the company has confirmed that it has handed over this information. Here's the problem I have with this. There was a scenario where a guy's neighbor was being investigated and they wanted his camera footage to investigate his neighbor. He said, cool, no problem. Then they came back another day later and they said, hey, we need access to all of your cameras. And he was like, fuck no. And then what they did is they ended up getting his information anyways, because I guess they sent uh, with an emergency contact or subpoena uh, to freaking uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. So they, they got, not only did they get, and this is where it gets sick. Not only did they get all of his camera footage inside of the home and outside, they got access to his fucking business that was outside of his home. Mm-hmm. So he had a business and they got access to those cameras, which I thought was a complete violation of your privacy. And the cameras that he had in his bedroom. Yeah. So you got, why do you need videos of me fucking my wife? <laughs> What does that got to do with you? Giving long strokes to my missus and y'all trying to watch my video? Yeah, and not to mention, when you got to understand, when the police get this type of information, they're human beings just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. And there could be a pervert in the fucking department. Like, for crying out loud, when Kobe and his daughter and all those girls on the team died, fucking sheriffs had pictures of the bodies and were sharing them at the bar. Like, this shit is real. Like, no, you... you they need to completely block it. Here's another thing, too. We just seen the dude with his cheeks spread open. This is the type of people that are policing us. Thank you. 
literally there was a cop spreading open ass cheeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> like, you think they're not gonna see the video? Like, haha, that, that guy here, yeah, he's an asshole, but look how small his cock is. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's hilarious. Like, if, yeah. if the dude, like, and they just sharing it. I'm sure they got a little, some little police. Police Instagram where they sharing all these so, these different videos. Now nah, they probably they got a wild ass group chat, mm-hmm. wild ass group chat. And as soon as one of the people in the group chat try to make sense, they just like create a whole new chat mm-hmm. and stop commenting that chat. Yeah, they just get him out of there. It's like yeah, we had to kick Brad out of the chat. <laughs> he tried to say something about Black Lives Mattering. And I'm like, <laughs> Fuck stupid. no, bro. We can't have you in here. <laughs> 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 Next week we're gonna sprinkle some crack on. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man that's not right it ain't it ain't right and also <clears throat> police will do some shit and let's say that they, they're at fault for something we don't get to see the footage from their body cameras fucking for months mm-hmm. the public doesn't get to see their shit can you imagine if we hacked into their whatever database they use for those those body cams mm-hmm. you know the type of shit we would see Oh my God, we would see some wild shit. A lot of Dunkin' Donuts. It'd be a lot of fucking, a lot of Raisin Cane's, Panda Express, mm-hmm. donuts. Mm-hmm. You know, cops, fucking other female cops and male cops, fucking. They can be, because literally that story of that girl we talked about, I forgot her name, but the one that was getting smashed by the whole department. Mm-hmm. Like those dudes, there was a dude that just got outed recently, a black dude. They got, he got outed for being one of the guys she was fucking with. Really? Mm hmm. I guess he tried to denounce it and said I had nothing to do with it. Then it's like, oh, yeah. nah, they nigga. found him out. It's like, nah, nigga, we know you was fucking. Yeah, too. don't I mean, you know, just take take it on the chin, man. Like she did. <laughs> I knew you was coming with some heat. I knew you was coming with some heat. I just had to let it roll. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Shit ain't right though, man. You can't mm-hmm. you can't violate somebody's privacy like that with the ring app. I think too we have to. You know how when we we let's say we download any app on our phone or whatever, it has terms like the and terms and terms and agreements or mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like if the, and the terms and agreements are so long, it's like you just like all right, cool. I just want to use the app. Yeah. Not realizing that when you use that app, there's going to be a day where something might happen and it's not to your benefit. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Jamel, rest in peace to him. He was the first person that was like that really thought about it. Mm. Like, yo, like we not even reading the terms and agreements, mm. and this language is confusing. And like, mm. you know, like he just really sat down and like read it. You know, read certain like the Facebook terms, and he was like knowledgeable with like the the different terms. And most people, we just we don't we don't read that stuff. Like we just no. trying to download the app. But yeah, they be. I mean, you, you think about it, they be having access to. You know, their access to your location and, and all this other stuff. Like a lot of the apps you download is websites that you're just going to, you know, see if they have spark plugs at AutoZone mm. and they asking for your location. It's like, yeah, Yo, why do you, why need, do you need it? Yeah. Let me put my information into your system, not like you asking for it. Like, let me just put the area code in and then search mm-hmm. it from there. Like, why do you need to know where I'm yeah, at? You need all that. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's just that's a little too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. But I think it's um it's interesting. There was a um uh, there's a case out in Bakersfield where this guy got killed, and they had uh ring at, ring app footage, but it was like it was like from way down the street, you know. So it's it's a it's a, it's for sure a thing. Like I was telling my friend, especially with crime, like there's no you can't really be a criminal nowadays. No, like the. 
the way you and not that you should be a criminal. I'm I'm but I'm speaking about it in a way of like mm-hmm. nigga y'all stupid. Mm-hmm. Like basically like um three cars pulled up. It's probably some gang activity. Right. Three cars pulled up. They shot this dude and then they all just they all just peel off, right? But it's a dark street, whatever the case may be. But in their mind, they think they got the perfect escape plan. Stupid. They probably communicating too. All right, we gonna pull up on him. We know where he at. Blah 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 blah. But the can the ring cameras down the street, and they have license plate. They have like half the numbers on the license plates. They know they know all three cars that was involved. Oh my god! And that's like the information that they release. But they just released that information based off of. One camera, yeah, but I would imagine every, I got a we got Vivint, but we got like the the we got two cameras at our at our crib, so I know probably everybody got some sort of whether yeah. it's ring Vivint or so it's just bouncing from camera to camera. Yeah, so it's probably you know when that loud noise happened or when they pass, you mm-hmm. know, because w- w- the way ours is set up, if you park in front of or if you. If you walk past the driveway, a lot of the times it'll mm-hmm. it'll send a, a notification. All, all this and it's very simple. If you literally get about twelve to 15, 15 witnesses, they hear gunshots at a certain time. They say, "Yeah, around seven o'clock, I heard it." Like about seven fifteen, I think I heard it. Um, about seven ten, I heard it. So you know, it's around from seven to seven fifteen. You yeah. heard it. All you got to do is take that timestamp and get every piece of footage from each fucking ring app. Mm-hmm. In that area, and bam, you get the dude's face. There was a dude that committed a crime, and literally, they caught this nigga in 4K, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> like, he was running down the street stuff. <laughs> this is, like, why are you running? Like, He's running down the street like it was GTA. He looked like a fucking NPC running down the street. <laughs> uh, they got crazy. him in 4K, bro. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, dude. You can't be a criminal nowadays, bro. No, like, get a job. Even even in the 90s, like, the, the, like the, when, you, um, when you watch, like, Tupac, uh, you know, his last day, when they document that, it's like, okay, he, he went over here. He went to the Tyson fight. They got all the footage of him walking through the, the This thing. is in 96. Yeah, he got in a fight right here. Boom, he dipped over here. He got this shirt on right now. He got this chain on, whatever the case may be. And then they got the they got pictures of him that, you know, fans took of him in the car. Like, then they connecting all that. But, nigga, now it's a camera everywhere. Yeah. We recording on a camera. If yeah. a crime happened right now, it's going to be in 6K. We Yeah, it, it was, you got... We're so much more technologically advanced now. So you minus over 20 years from, you know, where Tupac died. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. They still had a lot of. And then not only that, if the paparazzi taking pictures, those pictures still got a date on them mm-hmm. and a timestamp. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like this That's is in the metadata. Well, it, back then it used to be actually on the image. Yes. But now it's in the metadata. Your iPhone know where you the nigga the longitude and latitude of the picture you took. Yeah. So what be funny though was <clears throat> what's crazy though is this is sometimes your phone can snitch on you or not snitch on you. Sometimes it knows a little too much. I was doing cardio at the gym mm-hmm. and somehow it tracked it. I'm like, how the fuck? They're just tracking your cardio. I don't know how I did it because it, it said like I did 25 minutes and then at the top it said 25 and it, and it calculated my calories oh, too. Dang. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and then also when I'm, because uh, I have the uh, the app for um, my fitness pal, mm-hmm. um, when I'm getting my steps in, it'll tell me how many steps I took. Yeah, 
I got over today. I got like twelve thousand steps. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Bruh, yeah, that's wild." Yeah, man. To know that based off of just your movements or whatever, or what you frequent. Mm-hmm. Like the thing about it too is, was crazy. Okay, look, this is the thing. You you might want to check this. It's pretty interesting. Obviously, you and your girls in the same house. Mm-hmm. But if you checked, or, or it might pop up on your phone, it'd be like this location, like you frequent this location at mm-hmm. this time, mm-hmm. and it like shows the address, mm-hmm. or will show um, like the time you or the address or the the area, like or when I go to the gym, it'll pull up a timer because I use the timer when I'm using the ropes. I do mm-hmm. one minute intervals, and then it'll pop up sometime. And I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah, man, that stuff is crazy. Even crazy. I, I remember when me and my girl started talking. Like it was like you know you text so much, and it was like suggested that we go on a date. And no, it, like, it didn't. When, yeah, when we first started, Are you like fucking texting, serious? yeah. And I was like, man, this is like it's your phone. It's cool. Like sometimes when you be thinking about like, oh, okay, that that makes life easier. Like certain things are convenience, but when you actually think about it, you're like, yo, this thing is. It's too, it has too much, like it knows me too well. And I don't like that at all. It'd be like, yeah, who knows what it's going to, man, you need to stop drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you drink too much alcohol. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, how about just stick to being a computer, man? Yeah, man. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Yeah, this AI getting out of control too. The mm-hmm. artificial intelligent voices, they sound just like T-Pain or Drake and shit. Bruh, this, I, not this good. artificial intelligence is going to, I don't know. It's. I would suggest for, for myself, and I'm telling you this for, for myself as well, mm-hmm. really start, you know, getting versed in what, what's going on because we're going, we ushering in a new era and, yeah. I, and we don't want to be. We don't want to be late on the, uh, you know, we don't want to be on the back end. We don't want it because, you know, like when people was making all that money on Bitcoin, it was like, dang, man, we got to hop in there or cryptocurrency and all that other stuff. So, you know, I would just suggest for you to like when you're on the road, nigga, pull up them YouTube videos and see what's going on. Cause uh, I, that's I, true. I, yeah, I want to see what's going on, too, because the way they're doing it, and that, that was a thing for me, like especially being an artist, um, I know people that are. Uh, getting the the Chat GPT screenplays. I've been like hearing they about ju- that. Yeah, they GPT. just putting in, you know, it's a, it's basically like a like a search engine on steroids. But you can put in like, uh, so I have a movie that I'm writing called The Field, right? And um, I put in like the premise of it into the thing. You know, it's about basketball players growing up in the hood and all that kind of good stuff. So I put it in there, and it was like spitting out a real screenplay. You know, it started out as a screenplay. These guys playing at the park, and then basically these OGs come and steal his ball and like give make him make a decision. Like, is he gonna play basketball? Or is he gonna join the game? It's a terrible screenplay, but it was just like the the way they spit it out fast. Like, and it's it's like a legit story. Like, if you took that as a like the core and then added the you know better dialogue, it might be legit. So, holy shit! Yeah. So even for creatives, it's like, dang dog, like. Who knows what that's going to look like? I think I, I think I heard Schultz talking about like the more technologically advanced we become and things of that nature. Um, the 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 people who don't have real personalities that create content are going to get washed away by robots mm. and automation. But yeah. people who are legitimate content creators that display their real personality can never be replaced. 
I don't know, man. I think I think he's right though, because like they they, they uh, Schultz was just talking about this, and it's the truth. Because if he said like as far as the radio, you could do the the, the typical uh, playing this at seven forty five and blah blah blah, and you could play the music or whatever, right? But when you have, he said, I think it could do that, but the robot can't do Donkey of the Day. But the, the, this is the thing, though. He's talking about it from this artificial intelligence been around. Artificial intelligence has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like they've been playing chess with computers and stuff for a long time. That's technically mm-hmm. artificial intelligence. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we're talking about this as like a four month sample size, right? And right now we got Kanye West sounding exactly like Kanye West singing country music. Yeah. Singing Justin Bieber, like slaps, like really good songs, right? Mm-hmm. This is only like the the beginning of it. I don't know what artificial intelligence will look like five years from now. I don't know if there's going to be a, because uh, it's, it's at the end of the day, like a screen. I'm only talking about a, like a screenplay because that's what I'm well versed in. When you're writing a story, when you're writing a screenplay, there is a formula to it, right? There's a there's a setup, then there's some conflict that happens in the middle of the movie, and then at the end, either there's a resolution. There's the the, either, the hero either gets what he wants or he doesn't get what he wants, but for the most part, he learns some sort of lesson, and he's a different person than he is in the beginning of the, the movie, right? Okay. So if you think about that, there's a formula to writing a script you know right. what i mean there's acts there's like that's how we yeah. we learn that's how we learn it and when we are watching movies or when we're reading screenplays we're taught to break it down in that way like okay this is the end of the first act so i say that to say if a computer knows all of that information where an act break what an act break is where it should be you know what happens in the middle of the movie um how the movie should end how the movie sh- how the character should look there's a version of an algorithm that you can create that can spit that out, mm. you know, and it is just going to take a while to get all the nuances, like what a scene should look like, what a conflict in a scene should look like, how, you know, the how the the climax of a scene and all these other things. So speaking of climax, I think we're gonna start fucking robots. Yeah, I, I think, think we're they... gonna reach that point where people start fucking robots, especially mm-hmm. with the the way dating is going and people are so detached. And, yeah, you know, people have too much access and they get bored too easily. Mm-hmm. I think that people are gonna start fucking robots. I think it's gonna be you gonna go to the, a whole club that's just nothing but robots in there, yeah. and they ready to get. Smashed. That's how Freaknik can come back. Yeah, just fucking robots. Just these, robots. These robots have the incapability. Thick of, robots though. Thick robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, they got to be thick because you got to cover all that uh, that that all steel, the, all the all the components, wires and, shit. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, bro. I mm-hmm. really think we might hit that 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 day where people start fucking robots because it also would be a, a huge reduction in STDs and HIV and AIDS. Yeah, if, if people nah, start these robots might be hoeing out here. Robots, that what we mean? Robots. I mean, computers can get viruses. Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck around and just just fuck your whole mainframe up. <laughs> Damn. That'd be fucked up if you got a, the virus from a computer. <laughs> Every time I pee, it burns. <laughs> I pissed out a floppy disk earlier. I don't know what the fuck is going on. That I wonder how many people don't know what a floppy disk is, man. Yeah, especially now. That's, that's OG. That's I mean, when we were kids, they were already on the way out. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, I was using floppy disks to save stuff. They were coming on the way out with you, but we was like using them, using them. Mm-hmm. We was using them. We was playing Oregon Trail and shit. Mm-hmm. And the person, they kept getting dysentery and dying. Dysentery is like basically like diarrhea, but it's like a game. It's like an automated game we uh-huh. used to play. It was very boring, but we had a, every every school had a computer lab back in the day. Yeah, and uh, we was using them old ass Mac computers. Mm-hmm. Was it Macs. Mac or Macintosh? I can't remember either one. Yeah, I mean it's the same company. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they used to say Macintosh, mm-hmm. and then some of them used to have with the a, rainbow apple. Yeah, with mm-hmm. the gay apple. Yeah, yeah, with the pride apple on that motherfucker. <laughs> and that shit was expensive. That was a two thousand dollar computer, homie. Yeah. Twenty one hundred dollars in yeah, like it was in just the early nineties. The thing with the keyboard, it had the little slot for the uh, floppy disk. For the floppy disk, little mm-hmm. slot, it sure did. And it had like a it had like a, a, a sleeve that went over it, like a mm-hmm. cover. Because mm-hmm. my grandma had one back in yeah. the in the early nineties. We had the max we had the uh the max at uh in junior high. But it was when those colorful ones came yeah! out. Yeah, the, little the hump bubble on the in back. the back. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the little booty on it. It'd on be back. like some was pink, green, teal, just mm-hmm. all those colors. Yeah, Different color ones. Yeah, it just looked like one of yeah, it looked like an old TV almost. Yeah, I ain't going for. I, I have two Macs now, but I I would I, I would die for a Mac back in the day. Yeah, that was yeah. that was different technology, man. Yeah, you know, it was just like you know, gotta have it type stuff. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I need to get me a Mac like that one there. Yeah, you said how much you get that one for like eight hundred, a thousand? No, that was like six hundred, something oh. like six fifty, something like that. Oh, That's okay. the one I went to, uh, and I'm name dropping here, but I went to, uh, I can't even think of his name now, or what I'm name drop, but uh, uh, mixed by Ali. So he, oh, um, okay. he has a studio called No Name Studio, which is the former Death Row mm-hmm. studio, and uh, we were doing some work for him. And uh, when I went into the thing, he had. Like one of those, and okay. I was like, uh, so when you look on the thing, it had like f- folders and files and stuff like that from like Schoolboy Q sessions and Kendrick Lamar sessions and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is what this is what he came up mixing music on. So I was like, dang, I need one of these because the laptop wasn't able to handle a lot of the six uh, K mm. footage and stuff that I had, and it was like it would just like get hot and the fan would cut on, and it was just yeah. it just it couldn't handle it. So. I was like, let me get let me get that one. So it's like the big, uh, I don't know how many inches, thirty three inches or something like that. No, nah, that's not. Nah, definitely not thirty three. How many? That's probably about a seventeen inch screen. Seventeen. Oh yeah, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, that's way bigger than seventeen. No, it's not. That's, that's bigger seven, than seventeen. Bro. No, it's not. It's bigger than seventeen. Trust me. It, it, at the most, it's, <clears throat> at, at, at the most, it's twenty. 20? 20. 17 I'll look it and 20. Up. Well, when we get off. But it ain't 33. I'll get yeah. back. No, look it up now, Keith. Fact, I mean, I can't look it up. The listeners, the listeners need to know that you're wrong today. <laughs> what what kind what version is that one? I don't know. It's the it's the the iMac, but um I don't know which uh which year it is. It might be like 2015 or something like that. I but I don't really know. Mm. Okay. Damn, they got a new one. They got a new one that says pick up tomorrow. Damn, they niggas trying to get me to buy a fucking Mac. Fourteen hundred dollars. This one is this is a twenty-seven inch screen on this one. That's a big one. This one is twenty-one. And then the other one is twenty-one. So I said I was twenty-one twenty to seventeen to twenty. That's not seventeen, bro. Yeah, so it must be twenty-one then. But it ain't it might th- be twenty-seven. Nah, nigga. Twenty-seven is a new one. 24? Might be 24. 
I don't know. We'll, we'll figure A13 it out. A thirteen inch. Apple iMac A13, 12, 27 inch. 27 seems to be the biggest one. So they got a 24. Apple make too many goddamn products. <laughs> yeah, these is yeah, they're different, definitely different sizes. They're nice though. I like these. Yeah. They're decent. Put enough shit on there. Mm-hmm. All the podcast shit go right on that fucking computer. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's a nice screen. You can watch you can watch videos on there and stuff. Yeah, it works. And it's just that. It's not like no, you know, no mon- uh, no uh, tower or nothing. It's just the, it's just the whole thing is in, is in one. It's integrated, right? Mm-hmm. It's all in there. And Bluetooth um, keyboard and stuff. Oh shit! On the wires. Is, yeah, you yeah. plug that, plug and play. Feel me? Yes, sir. On crib. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, switching gears. Let's go and wrap it up over here, man. Yeah. Let's wrap it up with this one. Um, Ozempic. Um, Ozempic is this. Uh, it's like for people with type two diabetes. But one of the, I guess, side effects to this uh, form of uh, pen, it's like a pen that you put into your stomach. It's a form of medicine. Mm-hmm. But the side effect is weight loss. Mm-hmm. So it's gone viral on social media um, with people because they're losing weight and they're using it as a weight loss product now, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of wild. They'd be doing that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I don't, I don't even know the side effects of that. They don't, but they said that one of the side effects... Uh, potentially could be cancer mm. uh, long term. Yeah. Right. Um, but the, here's the thing. We live in a country where people are saying, you know, things like body positivity, you know, love yourself, blah, blah, blah. Right. This is what people say. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't matter if I'm overweight, whatever. Right. And I'm not here to judge anyone at all. I am. But 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 if we're so happy with ourselves and we say love yourself and body positivity, why there's so many people getting BBLs? <laughs> Why there's so many people using Ozempic that don't even have type two diabetes? This is for people with diabetes, okay? Mm. But you're using it because it's helping you lose weight, and that's like that's fucked up because mm-hmm. it's going to be harder for people that have type two diabetes to actually use this medicine, mm. right? And that's the thing. Everybody wants a fucking shortcut, man. Yeah, imagine. Uh... Imagine somebody that really need it. Yeah. And it's like a shortage or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it reminds me of, uh, I just finished uh, that show Swarm. Um, oh, yeah. It's a good show. You know, in the, la- the last episode, the girl, she she like strangles. She strangles the, the little light-skinned girl. She was in that movie Dope yeah, and stuff crazy, like that. Yeah, crazy, yeah. She strangles her. And then the girl like folds. So she gives her the tickets to, to the Niger concert. She yeah. folds it, put it in her pocket. And she really get mad. She really strangles. She strangles the fucking shit it's out. So of her. funny, but uh, then she burns her body, mm-hmm. and then she realizes she that she ticket. burned the tickets up. So I think that's kind of like it. Just reminds me of like what life would look like, you know, if this like Olympic stuff get out of hand. You know what I mean? Like people that really need it is like out here trying to get the stuff that helped them with they you know they disease or they sickness or whatever and it's being consumed by people trying to get a six pack it's like yeah. crazy yeah I, it's it, no they're not trying to get a six pack they're trying to lose weight mm-hmm. these motherfuckers ain't getting no six pack off of this <laughs> you could lose up to eight pounds a week yeah you know what i'm saying you should really be you should be 
Um, it should be a high cautionary. I won't say a cautionary tale, but there should be high caution when something can make you lose eight pounds a week. It was a video. Something's too. is always too good to be true. Yeah, like, it's too easy right now. Yeah, people gonna start tripping once you be like, I was taking Ozempic. I took it for two years, and my penis got three inches shorter. <laughs> You'd be like, man, you lost all that weight just to have a little dick. <laughs> That's fucked up. Some people only got three inches. They might have a vagina right now. <laughs> a vagina with some nuts hanging out. <laughs> Big ass nuts. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucked up if it gave you huge nuts and the dick Damn. shrunk? Damn. That'd be tragic. That'd be fucked up. Yeah. What are you supposed to do now, bro? Yeah. I don't know. Walking around with big old, big big, mon- old big monkey, big monkey nuts. Yeah, swinging nuts, and th- that's crazy. <laughs> Stay out those Olympic folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think that that I don't know. It, it goes back to that conversation we have about like people not really wanting to put the work in, right? You know, this kind of microwave society. I think that um, I don't know. I think for me, there's there's a balance, right? Like we want to automate a lot of stuff. Um, you know, in, in terms of like, they have things like LegalZoom now, where you can pay someone or you can pay the company LegalZoom to set up your LLC, or you have, um, you know, certain things like Rocket uh, Rocket Money that and I'm dang they're doing advertisement now, but you have Rocket Money, which is like a, a, a company that kind of is like an accountant of sorts nowadays. You know, they tell you when your bills are coming up, they tell you how much money you spent, all these different things. Um, so automated things are good, but I think that I think that we have to kind of uh, stay grounded in some areas of our life and going to the gym, working out, eating healthy. I think that something like that should always be yeah. in in the on the agenda in in your calendar because you know once we start just like then that not only that those Olympic stuff people are like sculpting their body now. Um, I forget the dude's name, but he's like a rapper that I have, went to. He went oh, to prison for a Ke- long time. Ke- Kevo something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's ba- like, bad man Kevo. Yeah. The niggas like sculpted his abs. He yeah, got, he a, got like a decent body now. They did a they did a surgery. It looks a little cartoonish though. Mm-hmm. They did something to his chest to make it bigger and they cut his abs up. I'm like, dude, I would never do that. Yeah. Fuck no. You got these fake weird looking abs. Oh, Oscar De La Hoya did it too. Mm-hmm. Oscar De La Hoya. He looked weird, huh? He looked a little weird. I'm yeah, like, he's too old to be looking like that. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Nobody's trying to see some almost 60-year-old abs, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like, people, folks, if you really love yourself, bro, like, I, I, personally, I feel like people in the 90s, especially, they had, like, people, I think people really had a little more love for themselves because they had no choice. Yeah, yeah. If, if you yeah. if you didn't yeah, if you option. if you had a little dick in the nineties, you just had a small penis. If mm-hmm. you had a, a small booty or you had a flat chest in the night, you just had small titties. You, you just had it, huh? It's just genetics. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you're viewing the world like you're you're looking at the world and you're like something's wrong with me. That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. You people, it's really men out here that look at a porno and the dude got like a twelve inch penis. That's not normal. Yeah. You shouldn't be looking at a porno and a dude. That's not normal. You know, probably 1% of the world out here with 12-inch penises, bro. Yeah. And if and by the way, they have to do that shit on tape because them is the only women that can handle something like that. Yeah. I don't know. There's probably some girls with freaking that can handle that 12 Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that that's, I mean, I, I would remember growing up and, you know, when you, when you're growing up, you don't really see other people naked like that. Like, no. you know, like, so, you know, we, we didn't have like the old locker. And he was, I would 
grew up in like the 2000s, so uh, or I was in school in the 2000s, so yeah. it wasn't like we was taking showers <laughs> naked next to each other and stuff like that in gym. You yeah, know, you just put your shorts on and go to go play old school. They was doing that. Yeah, so uh, I said I say I wasn't I didn't really know what it looked like or what you know what to compare myself to. But the only thing I can compare myself to was the porn star. You yeah, know, that's, so that's when you're looking at that, you're like, dang, hey, I got a I got a little weenie. Yeah, yeah. You, but then you realize like you really just average. You, you stack up. Yeah, you either, you either average or above average. Because mm-hmm. women will be like. Women, it's some, it's it's subjective, man. It's subjective. Yeah, you could be knocking somebody walls down. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, there's so much. Yeah, it's so like, much. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to stop watching that. Uh, that goddamn uh, Bang Bros. <laughs> yeah. You watching that shit? You really gonna have your mind messed yeah. up? Yeah, especially when the, the white boy come out with the twelve. He'd be like, dang, I'm really, I'm really low out here. You said the white boy come out. Yeah. When the Asian dude got his 12, he's like, damn. <laughs> I ain't never seen that. <laughs> Asian. Yeah, I ain't never seen no Asian with no with no with no Louisville slugger. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't never seen that. No disrespect, man. No disrespect. <laughs> yeah. Asians out there. If there was, it, he would for sure be like the most popular like porn star. Yeah, that nigga's name would be like uh David Wang. <laughs> nigga's last name for show sure would be Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Wang. <laughs> Michael Wang is crazy. Uh you ready to take this big dick? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be some super satirical like borderline racist shit too. Yeah. It'd be like, "You ready to take this big dick?" <laughs> That's how porn is. Porn is super stereotypical and racist. Yeah. It'll be like a black dude, like, yeah, I'm a rapper, you know, trying to find my way in this world. Yeah. You'd be like, why do every black guy gotta be this fucking <laughs> Yeah. You know what's funny? Imagine, imagine like you taking porn literally and you be like, Man, the acting in this movie is terrible. Ah, then you're trying to give it a rotten tomato review. <laughs> <laughs> I give this a 32. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I think the new I think I think one day This is like my filmmaker brain But I think one day It's gonna be a guy That went to film school um, But he really cares About like porn Wow But he like Steven Spielberg Quentin Tarantino Level of filmmaker Wow So he gonna combine Like the craziest Porno But like a really good film Imagine that though Imagine somebody writes a really good script, but they just like the sex scenes is like it's legit wild. Yeah, because we like we watch Swarm right, and the the second scene in the movie is like cheeks in the show. Yeah, yeah, in the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. Se- second scene in the thing is just straight cheeks in the air. But imagine um, if that's like real, like you get the other angle and you really see that nigga in there, like he really in there. And then it goes to the next yeah. scene. It's just great dialogue, great, you know, great acting, great cinematography. I think that that would be, I think that that, but here's the issue. The issue is trying to make like porn stars actual good actors. I think that would they're be trash. Like, they're yeah. probably terrible. Yeah. Cause if, yeah. Yeah, that's real. It's like, come on. You, you keep getting this girl stuck in the goddamn, uh, the wash, the dryer machine. <laughs> she keeps getting stuck in the dryer machine. <laughs> it's on purpose. You got to take this out of the script, man. <laughs> <laughs> like take 57 
Like, I think I'm stuck. Is somebody there? Can somebody help me? And then fucking all of a sudden, the goddamn pizza man come out. His cock is already out. Like, I, I, I think I can help you. I'm not sure if I can. Let me try this. Like, this is just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably people that really be like legitimately like liking that type of acting. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like their thing. Yeah. Like, they really sit through all the, the, the introduction. We're stuff. not supposed to be doing this. You're my stepsister. <laughs> Oh, that'd be some weird stuff. I don't know why. They, yeah. The cool part about it is, like, it's all acting, right? right. But there, there's people that really, like, there has to be, like, I don't I don't really come from, like, a like a step family, so I don't really know what that, that's like. But um, there has to be people that really that really live that life. Like, they stepsister might be kind of fire. Who knows? Yeah. We shouldn't be doing this. You're old enough to be my mom. <laughs> yeah, the stepmom the stepmom is wild too. You're my mom's friend. We shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> You've really grown up, Danny. You've really grown up a whole lot. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Really be like that. You're not little Danny anymore. <laughs> smacking his stepmoms. Oh man. <laughs> that nigga get done smashing. Just give him a little Capri Sun pouch. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Make that nigga a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Get that nigga Uncrustable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Is is this dude made an Uncrustable. Like, he made it for, his, like, his daughter or something. Yeah. And she didn't even know the difference. Really? All, all he did was take a regular peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he put a little circular, like a cylinder, like mm-hmm. a bowl. He pressed it on top, and he cut the crust around it, and then he pressed the edges, and he took a, a fork... And he pressed all the way around it, and it you created put them the, little ridges on the there. ridges, and it yeah. created it created the pocket. But that's not it. Then he deep fried it. Ooh, man! I've had fried. Well, I haven't had deep fried. I'm gonna say that, bro. That shit look good. Oh man, it looked good, bro. I wasn't. I I I didn't deep fry peanut butter and jelly, but I um I just put it in like a skillet with butter, like toasted it almost. Wow. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't for me, bro. I got one for you. I got one for you. And it, y'all, bro, you will love it. You probably make this make this for your girl too. Get the uncrustable. Mm-hmm. Get two eggs. Get a little bit of almond milk. Get some cinnamon, and just you know, uh, just move it up like a stir it up or mm-hmm. shake it up if you got a shaker cup, mm-hmm. and make French toast out of that motherfucker. It's good. Oh man. Bro, I, I don't. Know, I haven't man. had. It, I haven't had an uncrustable like that. I've seen somebody do it once, it. Uh-huh. but I make. I make um, French toast protein. Mm. So what I do is I get these uh, French toast from uh, Oral Wheat, the mm. bre- and they're like the keto style breads. Mm-hmm. And I get like four slices of the bread, mm-hmm. but I get you know I use my shaker cup and I get two eggs, crack them, put them in there, mm-hmm. and then I get one scoop of protein, put it in there. And then I get a little bit, probably about maybe five ounces of almond milk, mm-hmm. shake it up real good. And then uh, I get a, a freezer bag, put the bread in it, and then I pour all of it into the bag. Mm-hmm. All of the contents that was in the shaker cup, I pour it into the freezer bag and I zip it up. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like agitate it to where all the fucking ingredients goes and soaks like into the in bread. It. Mm-hmm. So you got to let it chill for just a second. And then by the time you put it on there... Bro, it's like it, it foam up like a cake. Mm. It just like kind of like lifts up and you be eating it like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> what yeah. did I just do, bro? Yeah. That shit is so fucking good. No, that do sound good. If anybody heard what I just said, you're welcome. <laughs> That's a hell of a breakfast right there. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. No, that do sound good. Yeah, you gotta try try it with an uncrustable though. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't, you know, but just probably they're they got decent size, so I'll probably say get about just two of them, mm-hmm. put them in a freezer bag or just a a, a storage pouch. Yeah. With the zip on it. Mm-hmm. Put the the almond milk and the egg and the and the cinnamon in there. You ain't gotta put protein powder. Yeah. That's just by choice. Mm-hmm. You put that shit in there like that, bro, that shit'll be French uncrustable. Yeah, I and gotta the, try that. And here's the craziest part. That shit gonna start um it's gonna get that little crust on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then put syrup on it. Yeah. Oh, game over, man. Yeah, that's a t- that's a, Todd need to make that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna tell him. Todd gotta try it first and then I see if it's legit. Oh no, no. I can, you I, know, can uh, I can make the shit. My uh <laughs> my girl my girl's mom, she she has a I guess um my girlfriend's niece. So she'd be watching her like a few times a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, my girl's mom, she was like, she'd be they'd be like sharing videos of the baby or whatever. And um, when she was like, "Hey, like you know, look at look at this, like you know, Granny made you some 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 homemade uncrustables," and it was funny to me because it's like, like it's just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that you cut the you know you cut the thing off. So it's not really homemade. It's just like all you did was cut the. The thing around but did, hold on though now how much work did she did because the way i explained it was a little more elaborate yeah well you yeah it but i don't know if she did all that she just okay. made the she just made the peanut butter and jelly okay. and then she cut the thing around it like and then she uh she put a little like cookie cutter and then yeah. like twisted it per- a few bit personally i'm not a huge fan of jelly right mm-hmm. i don't hate it but i don't love it so i would reference y'all to get peanut butter and honey and honey try is good. This shit. Peanut butter and honey is fire. And you get peanut butter and peanut honey. butter and a honey. You got it. It's it's fire in the summertime. I don't know if you can eat that in the winter. I don't even make any sense, Keith. It's you just got certain foods just go better in the summertime. Our job is to inform the listeners, <laughs> not not mislead them. Listen to me, because I'm not deep frying no uncrustable. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, imagine if you work at McDonald's and you just start deep frying. <laughs> You'd be like, I got these chicken nuggets from Food Max. I'm about to fry this whole bag. Oh, no, you not. Fuck it. Throw it all in there. God damn. I would just be no, taking shit from the house, frying the, it. The freaking big old bag from Costco. You just in there deep frying your own food. That's man. crazy. Yeah, man. I remember it, it's been it's some items that I had when I was a kid. They're like discontinued now. Mm-hmm. We used to have these spicy chicken patties that was so fucking Fire. good. Oh, yeah. my God. They brought them back for a little bit. What yeah. Were they Tyson ones? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking you're talking about McDonald's. No, no, no. McDonald's, I think they, they still got spices, don't they? Yeah. They didn't have, so. When I was a kid, they didn't have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they had, I know what you, I think I know what you're talking about. I used to serve those at the high school. Mm-hmm. Tyson yeah. came in like mm-hmm. a silver wrap package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. For some reason, uh, cafeteria food when you was in high school was always piping hot or cold. It wasn't no in between. Yeah. You'd be eating a hot chicken side steam coming off it, shit. The fit, my favorite, my low key favorite thing, uh, for lunch at in high school was the um, was the uh, they called it a taco salad, but it was really just like a nacho. They had one line, um, that was just it was probably like three or four days out of the week, it was just a nacho, and that was like the most consistent thing because some I of the was, other stuff wasn't as, as I think, I think I know you talk about because mm-hmm. I went there obviously years before you went there, but mm-hmm. we had three lines on the far right. It was nacho line. Like, mm-hmm. it was nacho and burritos. Mm-hmm. And then the middle one was the different hot food. It would be, like, burgers or chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. 
And then it was a line next to that that was salads. And then it was another one on the far left. And it was the everyday special. Like it was something different in that line every day. Oh, wow. Yeah, I yeah. think that I think that's kind of hard. Ours was set up like this. So what was it? Three, three uh, lunch lines? It was, no, it was four. Cause it was, th- but it was three, three like connected yeah. three to connected the, to yeah, the yeah, building. Yeah. yeah. So it's three. And that, that's like on the far right, you might get, depending on the day, you might get pizza or you might get like those nachos I was telling okay, you. Okay. So that they switched the lines up. Yeah. And in the middle, that might be, I think that's where like the chicken sandwiches. Oh, that's was still the same then. And then on the far left, it was like, we had everything from the uh, orange chicken. Oh, to the, fuck. Uh, yeah. To like, um, you might get the, the turkey. Uh, the turkey uh, mashed potato. Oh, that shit was fire! Yeah, that right the there. Cream turkey. Yeah, oh or you might God. get teriyaki. You know the teriyaki chicken right there. And then on the far, like the far, far uh, left, if you facing like you know, um, I guess like the west, west facing west. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a little kiosk, and then they had um, that sandwiches there. Mm, so you can okay. make your own sandwich. You might have turkey meat or whatever, shredded lettuce. It was pretty fire with the sub. With the sub, yeah, it was good. Now here's the thing, though, that was crazy. The salad line was worth it back in the day because it was self serve. Mm, so yeah, you stack your plate crazy. It was huh? so you stack it stupid, disrespectful, <laughs> disrespectful. Man, one dude, man, this one nigga, man, this nigga named Craig. He used to put so much uh, ranch on the salad. <laughs> the whole top would just be white. That's ridiculous. I'd be like, nigga, what are you doing? That's terrible. You got a family size amount of ranch on that salad, man. You know, it was uh, one of the underrated things that I, I liked a lot at school was um, they had these honey roasted uh, sunflower seeds. I couldn't. Re- I found them like once or twice, like in, in Walmart. They didn't have that when I was there. Yeah, they was there was these small little, maybe like little eight ounce packs, six ounce packs, or something like that. Wow. And um, yeah, they would they would have them, but them mugs was fire. Those those are good. They got. I think they still have those type of uh, seeds at Winco. Winco. Mm-hmm. That's where I need to go because them mugs is good. They good, but they make you move your bowels. Be careful. Yeah, they get the blood flowing and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll be in there shitting your pants in no time. Mm-hmm. It'd be like poopnik. <laughs> poopnik. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, folks, it looks like we've made it to the end of the road today. Yeah. Um, we want to thank you guys for listening mm-hmm. and make sure you head on over to uh, the podcast on YouTube. Yeah. All right. Subscribe over there. Subscribe over there, please. Over tell there. a friend to tell yeah. a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, also, go to uh, the Instagram page at a Trucker's Mind podcast mm-hmm. and TikTok. Why not? Head over yeah. there, too. Why yeah. not? Mm-hmm. Um like and hit the cash app one time. Hit the cash app, man. If you if you feel like we've earned a donation, head over there at ATM Pod. It'll be on the screen somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and also go to a truckersmind.com if you'd like to purchase a hat. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And for the local people, we could probably make a, a an arrangement. If yeah. You're local here, we'd probably be able to stop by the office or something if Keith's around. Yeah. And uh, just get you a hat and pay pay the local price here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or yeah. the, do- the donation price, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, mm-hmm. folks, uh, if you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>